Nevertheless, I will bring help and healing to it. I will heal my people and I will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. Maya 33.6 Welcome to the Living at Your Finest podcast, a podcast devoted to helping communities of color to live at your finest holistic health by being empowered to nourish your bodies, mind, and spirit so you can flourish as a whole vibrant and healthy champion. I'm your host, Dr. Babalola, aka Dr. Babs. I'm a board-certified family physician, lifestyle medicine, and obesity medicine specialist, and the blessed founder of my holistic wellness company called Living at Your Finest, where I serve as a wellness strategist. Have you struggled with your holistic health, body, mind, and spirit? Maybe manifesting true ways of chronic fatigue, being discouraged, or just feeling disconnected? Imagine constantly being whole, vibrant, and healthy with information that can transform your life and allow you to triumph holistically? Well, search no more. This podcast is just for you. Together, we can triumph in this journey of holistic health as my guest and I share lessons learned from our personal health journeys using the principles of lifestyle medicine in an exciting framework, fun, fundamental, and faith-based. So I hope you're ready for some candid dialogue. Greetings, Living at Your Finest Health Champions. Welcome to the Living at Your Finest podcast show. I'm so pleased that you are tuning in to listen. Thank you so much for taking time out to do so. I hope all is well. Happy Easter celebration to you if you're listening today at the time of this recording and release. I hope that the significance of the day brings you peace, blessing. You know, it, it struck me today that there's several biblical lessons about health and wellness. And I thought that this would be an appropriate time to talk about it. So I really want to be real today. I'm usually real, but today I'm going to be extra real and vulnerable. I'm going to talk about God's message about our health and wellness. And even if you're not a Christian, you will still find some some value listening. So hang on. So, you know, there was a time in my life when I was so confused, distraught, and troubled about my health and just my overall wellness. And even though I knew the basics as a family physician, I was all over the place. I was not sure what will work, or I was too impatient to see results. I was just hopping up and down with fix, quick fixes. And of course, those just made matters worse. So it was just like a merry-go-round. It was just hopeless. But I kept, you know, as a Christian, uh, you know, my values are in God's word. But I, it wasn't, I wasn't connecting the dots. I would pray to God, ask for help, ask for stability, but I wouldn't let go completely. <laughs> it felt like I was, I was carrying my own burden. I'll ask for him to take my burden, but then, you know, take it up again. Or maybe, you know, things got better and I was fine. And then I'll hop back into status quo. And, you know, the, the word of God in Proverbs 17, 22, it says a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bone. Yes, I was crushed. I was crushed because I wasn't showing up, in, you know, in my world at my possible best. So I had the guilt and shame for eating things that I felt I shouldn't be eating or I ate in excess amounts or I felt the fatigue and all the things that come around just not eating healthy food. And then I would have the weight gain and my clothes won't fit me. And there was that, oh, it was just a mess. But it wasn't until I truly let go and let God begin to do his work in my life and direct me that I 
found long-lasting solutions. So in this episode, I want to share the challenges of weight gain and fluctuation. And I want to talk about the solutions, the strategies, and systems for weight management. So hang on. The diet culture, body image, sabotaging techniques, complex biology, addictive foods by the food industry, they're all the origins of the issues that we face with weight gain and fluctuation. It is just complex, to say the least. Sometimes we just cannot figure out on our own what the best way to live at our finest. Certainly not willpower, but understanding how skill sets come into place and really tapping into God's strength, his grace and wisdom really helps to simplify the complexity of just our weight. So let me explain using my personal and professional experience. So growing up as a, as a teenager, you know, there's just this thing, I think it's the culture. We all want to look a certain size. And we, especially for women, you know, we make fun of each other. If you gain weight, the guys is not really such a big deal. You know, um, you know, you want to be a certain size. And, you know, we grew up that way. And, you know, when you gain weight, then you want to lose it quick. And there's a certain image that we all needed to fit into. Or there was, there was this thing about, oh, this is too small or that was too big. And you wanted it different. But, you know, now that, you've, now that I'm grown, I, <laughs> and I just realized that it's just one of those things that we do growing up. And as we mature, you would hope that things get better. So that was me growing up. You know, I recall eating healthy but I also had a sweet tooth and now I know where the sweet tooth came from because it was part of my environment it was part of my my um, habits that I, I I developed as a kid because of dessert was always after a meal and my parents were sweet tooth and, and of course with that different body shapes you know I gained weight and I wasn't happy about it it affected my perception of, of myself and going into diet cultures because they tell you oh, you can lose I mean they tell you oh by summer you can lose this pound so you can have a flat ab or you can have all of that so we're drawn to this it's in the media it's all over the place and even when you tell yourself okay you know I, I can't eat this it's not good for me you can't stop eating it because it's so addictive all the chemicals and it's even worse now than when I was growing up you know, my kids also are sweet tooth and blame me for it. And I blame my parents. But it's worse now because the addiction, it's the chemicals, the artificial sweeteners, the, the sugar content, all of that just makes you want it more. It messes with your brain. And I've spoken about this time and time again in my podcast. So it's, it's not willpower. No matter how many times I told myself I'm not going to, I promise you, I found myself driving right back to get, get my pie or get my cake. And I would eat that first and then not have much room to eat the healthy food. So it was just a pattern. It was a pattern and just the sabotage. 
So there are periods where I would lose the weight because I've done a quick fix, I've abstained, I was like not doing it. Like, you know, churches have this or, or, you know, new year resolution. You would say, okay, I'm going to stop eating this for 30 days. And guess what? You go back to status quo. You go back, buy all the things in the house and you start again from square one. So those sabotaging techniques, unfortunately, were pretty easy because you go to work, they snacks all over the place, you know? It's, it's tough. You know, when it comes to food, it's something we have to do to survive, right? Um, like smoking, you don't have to do it. You don't have to drink alcohol, but you got to eat. And there's food everywhere. So the diet culture, the body image, the sabotaging techniques, and then not to even add to the complex biology, our bodies is so beautiful. The way God designed it, all the hormones, all the neurotransmitters, everything. They try their best to balance. They're confused as well. So they do their best. So if you're a certain weight and then all of a sudden you lose quickly, your body's like, hmm, I'm not comfortable with what's going on. We might, we, we can't lose anymore. No more losing. So that's where the plateau comes in. This is all biology, physiology. All of this adds up to making it really complex for us to see all this weight gain that we get and the fluctuations and of course the plateau. So it makes it challenging. Now, what's the solution? We'll talk about it in a minute. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Living at Your Finest podcast. My hope is that as you have been informed, you will be transformed as you take actionable steps to triumph at living at your finest, body, mind, and spirit. You'll be whole, vibrant, and healthy champion. For more in-depth content on best practices to ensure that you live at your finest daily, please join me on Facebook and YouTube at the Living at Your Finest with Dr. Babs, where we can learn together. Hashtag healthier together. Friendly reminder to subscribe on iTunes if you haven't done so already. Share the podcast within your circle of influence and please leave a review. I'd love to hear from you. On another note, my goal on this podcast show is to empower, educate, and encourage you to live at your finest. The words and other content provided here, either by me or by my guest, are not intended as medical advice and do not reflect like those of the organizations that we are employed or affiliated with. Always consult your healthcare provider for your specific needs. Now let's get back to today's episode. So time for the solutions, the systems, and the strategies, because that is what is going to take us over the hump. We can hear all the messaging about what we should eat, when we should eat it, what we shouldn't eat. You can hear that till your eyes go blue, but it will make a difference onto you. Apply the systems and strategies to keep you consistent, right? You know, the word of God reassures us in John 3, 1, 2, that says that he wants us to enjoy good health, that we might, that all might go well with us, even as our soul is getting along well. So this is God. This is God wanting us to be healthy. Sometimes it seems impossible, right, with all the temptations around us. So that's where we have to be wise in our own eyes. And we have to fear the Lord, as the Bible says in Proverbs 3, 7 to 8. That fear the Lord and shun evil. In my mind, the way I interpret that is temptation. It's 
whatever those traps are, to be aware of them, right? Because when we're aware of those traps and when we're aware of those temptations, and when we really identify with where we are and what our weaknesses are and being honest with ourselves, that is where we will see health to our bodies and nourishment to our bones. And this is where I had to get to because I was going back and forth. I don't want to say I'm restricting sugar because then there's a, I don't know if any of you have felt this when you say you're restricting something, then you're rebellious and you're craving it and you want it, again, that's biology. That's our brains, our system. That's everything. When you've eaten sugar for so long, your brain is wired. The reward system wants it. You want that dopamine rush. And because you've had it so much that you even need to have more. So it's the food industry. That's what they've done. They've made it available. They've made it affordable. You know, so all of that happens. It made it addictive. So we definitely need to be wise in our own eyes. We have to figure out what are those systems? What can we do? So when I say be wise in our own eyes, that's where you really, truly, I believe that we need to invite God into our health and our wellness discussions for permanent, non-frustrating results. Okay. It's a journey and not a destination. So do not expect that in 30 days or in 60 days. Yes, you will see some changes, but don't expect that that's it. It's going to end there and that you don't have to keep a watch on it. And this came to life with me. So several years ago, I had blood pressure issues from stress and just poor eating because I was stressed and I was an emotional eater. And then blood pressure is so high, even three medicines did not get it down until I learned to how to de-stress. And I went walking every day, made it a priority in spite of all that was going on around me. I needed to drop everything and take care of myself. So I, I, I did that. And that was by God's wisdom and, and direction. I did that, changed my eating habits. And I, and I lost the weight. I lost the weight. But then several years down the line, feeling that, okay, yeah, I can go back to business as usual, started having some health issues like chronic fatigue and other things. So again, that's my point that it's a continuous journey. It's a continuum. It's not a bus stop. You don't say, especially as we get older, we can't get, we can't get away with things that we used to get away with when we're much, much younger. I have patients that tell me, but I'm eating the same way. I, nothing has changed, but you're older now. Your body is different. We need to accept that our bodies are what God has created it to be. We all have different forms and shapes. So it's not about being a size two or a size six. I do not, I don't talk about that anymore. So that's why you hear me talk about living at your finest because living at your finest means having energy, being content, being excited about life. And of course, all of that, when you live in that state of joy and peace and content, then you naturally lose the weight because you're not stressed high level cortisol, it's putting a lot of weight around you, emotional eating. So, so, so important that we emphasize that it's a continuum and not a bus stop. Even the science says it, you know, that when you lose weight, the body naturally, we call it metabolic adaptation. That's what it's called. So they found that over years that people that maintain the weight loss are people that continue to eat well. They continue to exercise. They continue to practice meditation. They continue to do stress, stress management tips. So all of that, you can't just drop it and just go back. Now, again, you know, we're human beings. Life happens. There might be a, a, a patch, but consistently, that's what it matters. It's not so much as how much you do it, but just being consistent. Because as you all know, you know, when you get a fall off the wagon, it's difficult to get back up again. So those are some things that we definitely need to understand. And there are definitely several benefits to putting God in your health as you on your healthcare team, right? 
so that you can continue to honor your bodies as temples of God. You know, you, you feel holy and acceptable to do his work. Remember, we're put on this earth to do his work. You have the work that God has called you, your passion, your gifts. You can't do it if you're sick in your body, not at all. So we have to create time for wellness so that we do not have to be running after sickness. So, so important when God is part and parcel of that journey that we're taking and no one size fits all. So you've got to figure out what's going to work well for you and your family. The emphasis is the system that embodies eating nutritious foods so that you're not craving the foods that are not good for you. So the sugar, the oils and healthy oils, the salt, they draw you back, they wire you in. So for somebody that is an alcoholic, they will not keep alcohol in their wardrobe because then it's just the brain wired. It's not that they don't know it's bad for them, but they're wired to want it. So you would have to be very honest with yourself and get rid of it. And that's what I've done in my home. We just keep it out of the house. Now, if we go out and we we see it's not coming home with us, we might take a bite. You can choose depending on your strengths. If you know touching it is just going to take you down a spiral, then don't do it, right? But you need God's strength and grace and wisdom to figure that out. So with God being on your side, there's no copay. You're not paying doctor's copay, right? Because he's paid the price for you and he knows the beginning from the end. Another thing, there's no wait time. You can talk to God anytime. He, he, he created you. That was why he created you. He's got you. He's the healer. He healed me. He's healed me before. And I thank God that there's no judgment with him. He takes away all the shame. Even after I eat a whole cake <laughs> and I feel bad and hopeless, I'm like, ah, yeah, and I'm a doctor. I need to know better. I just figured out it's my biology. Got to get rid of it. Keep it out of the face house. Eat foods that are nutritious. Stay hydrated with water so that I'm not craving the wrong things. Another thing, another reason why you want to put God as part of your healthcare team is that there's no long history form to be completed. I mean, yeah, I, I do not like those history forms. I think, goodness, it's so long. Even as a doctor, I just detest them altogether. But God knows your story, right? You are wonderfully and fearfully made. So call him, ask to be part of your care team. I know that on social media, everywhere, there's just so much information about what to eat, what not to eat. But I just want to encourage you, even during this weekend of resurrection, lay it all to rest at the feet of Jesus. Even if you're not a Christian, just call on him. He still loves you. And ask him for wisdom and strength and grace to know the next step. If you need help, uh, wellness strategies. I am a wellness strategist. Um, feel free to DM me and let's have a conversation. Let's figure out those strategies, those systems, those solutions that will work best for you to keep you at your goal weight. That's healthy for you, keeps you away from chronic diseases because that's what we all want, right? We want to be healthy. We want to be whole. All right. So I really appreciate you for taking the time to listen. I hope that this has inspired you to just transform your health altogether. Uh, my ask today is take an actionable step. Take that one hour, sit down and figure out what are you doing that is not serving you and what systems can you employ that will serve you. So if that's getting a coach or getting a wellness strategist, do that. Call on God, asking for help, asking for wisdom. You cannot do this alone. You cannot. It is a battlefront out there. Everything out there, the food, the all of that, the busyness. So again, the pillars of health includes nutrition, fitness, social connections, as positive social connections, they sleep, 
Um, I launched a, a sleep course today, mini sleep course. So check it out. Uh, definitely very helpful. It's been for me, helped me to prioritize my sleep. And then other pillars, of course, stress management, because if you're stressed and you haven't learned how to de-stress, put your worries on God, then you're going to overeat. You're not going to sleep. You're going to crave more food. So it's just a vicious cycle. So the message for today is sit down, figure out what those issues are, because you, you, you can't keep running and running. You wouldn't know, you wouldn't be able to figure it out. You got to sit still, just be still and take, figure out, reflect and take one actionable step at a time that would get you closer to you living at your finest. All right. As always, I ask that you please share, subscribe and leave a statement of your experience after taking this actionable step. Remember that we're on this journey together and we strengthen each other when we hear back from each other and we share our experiences. So until next time, I want you your best to live at your finest holistic health because you deserve to do so and you are worth it. See you soon. Take care and God bless.